0: Everyone, and welcome to episode 47 of For the Kudos. I'm your host
1: Joel, and I'm here with Brett. I'm sorry, no funny business today after your effort last week. <laughs> that was one of the worst ones I've ever heard. <laughs> <And> I had <laughs> some, nearly ruined the joke, <laughs> nearly ruined the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, what's going on? Uh, not much. Um, front of the podcast, Toon's birthday today.
0: Yes, happy birthday, Toon was also a friend of the podcast, Toon's uh, birthday drinks yesterday in the park.
1: Yep. How was that? It was good. Nice little chill adventure in the park. A lot going on at Edinburgh Gardens. Yeah. There was, um like, people doing... Acrobatics? Uh, with the acrobat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I knew. And then just, like, there was, like, a big Phaeton, and, like, I think for St. Patrick's Day, and I don't know, a lot of people there, but, yeah, it was good. <laughs> Did I ever tell
0: you the time when the park that's near me in Clifton Hill, Darling Gardens, I think? Yeah. Um, Where they do LARPing.
1: Laughing is it's where
0: they dress up in like Renaissance, um, and they drink out of like uh, what are they called? Like it's honestly like you go back in time. Uh, Oh yeah, they're they're doing like jousting and yeah, like like singing and like it's. uh, But but then there's like you know uh, like a removalist truck like coming past (laughs) stuff like that. (laughs) Like it's just so it's so absurd. Like you'd think you'd go deep into the bush or something and at least pretend that yeah, not
1: middle Melbourne exactly exactly. Um, Good Q and A this week. A lot really of uh, positive feedback on that one.
0: Yeah, I think uh, definitely the way that we've approached the Q&As, um, it's, it's well worth it. You know, yeah. we're, getting, we're getting some really interesting people on to uh, talk and the, everyone loves it.
1: Yeah, even my mum. Yeah. She <laughs> called me yesterday and she was like, oh, I want to come to Melbourne and see
0: him. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people have thought that. What about big? you're going to release a big breaking news about your mum on that?
1: No, nah, no, yeah, not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> she's getting caught up in the uh, all the hype about Sydney. running and Sydney Marathon and yeah. stuff. So I don't want to like let it out yet in case she changes her mind. <laughs> oh, <she's laughs> I mean,
2: gonna
1: kill me. Not like you to go early with the news here. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Talking about news, some big uh, big things happened in
0: the in the running world this week or last week. What do you reckon,
1: Zane Robinson? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if anyone didn't see this uh, New Zealand runner. If I'm you sure. didn't see, wake up. Yeah. Zane Robinson, he's from New Zealand. Um, very good half marathon marathon runner. Well, everything actually from 1500 up and um, got t- tested positive for EPO and then made one of the most absurd lies to try to get out of it. Said he went to get a COVID uh, vaccine and they accidentally injected him with EPO. mmm don't think it happens often mm. and and it pretty much here I've got another 4 years because of this string of lies that got undone so yeah um and and then now he's That'd, just
0: yeah, that's that's a, the end of your career
1: oh definitely like eight,
0: yeah. 8 years at that at his age yeah.
1: but no um it's what you get for but now, now he's just crying like yeah crying poor me like the sport made me do this and just saying he was like forced into it and then it's like who, who forced you? It's like the state of the sport. He's like everyone's doing it and then he goes but this is the only time I've ever done it. Like mm. he's like saying yeah. it's like oh it's always going on but he's like oh I've only done it once so yeah, I promise. It make, like, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. The
0: state of the sport's forced me to do it but just this once. Yeah oh, and then no, he's
1: refusing on. to name names and it's just mm. I don't know. It's just ridiculous so. Um, it is. It's
0: real. It's really shit. Because, you know, look how many times you've raced you know, him and because he, he's a few few years older than you,
1: yeah? Yeah, I think he's uh, two years older than me or yep. three years older than me. So He's been
0: around for a long, long time. Back yep. when I was a kid, I remember, you know, looking up to him and stuff. But and no longer.
1: Just, yeah, and he's gone, oh, you know, like I've been in the sport for 16 years. I've got nothing to show of it and that's what forced me to do it. I'm like, okay, so you're just not happy with the level you got to. Like you're not yeah. good enough so you're cheating. It's not – like that's not a good enough excuse. Mm. So – um, yeah, it's actually. just Yeah, I've got stupid. nothing to
0: show for it. It's like okay, there's people out there that try so fucking yeah. hard in in other professions. Like there's musicians and stuff out there that would do you know anything to try. And it's like, well, no, not everyone gets super successful.
1: Yeah, right? it's yeah. it's hard. And you've chosen a career where it's like a lot of people make it, a lot of people don't make it. Yeah. So, or probably not a lot of people no, no, make no. it. Like, No, not many people make, make it. it
0: yeah. m- uh, so many people don't make it. Yeah. And you hear of, you know, it's, you're talking to the, you know, when we have these people on, um, like Abby Caldwell, who, you know, part one of her interview was last week. Like, We're talking like the top 0.0 whatever percent, right? Yeah. So many people don't make it and, you know, you don't have to resort to that to make it. It's complete no. bullshit and it's uh, a
1: cop just, out. Yeah, he's a cop out. Not just because... You, haven't, you want to be world well champion just because you're not doesn't mean it gives you the right to go and cheat. Yeah. So yeah, it's absolutely stupid yeah. and... Um, and we won't yeah. be <laughs> yeah, yeah. Won't be spending any time on it. <laughs> <laughs> you do that way better. Than yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: anyway. Yeah. So as I mentioned, um, Abby Caldwell's part one released last week. Super, super uh, good to hear from her. I reckon that's been one of our best interviews. Abby's great to speak to. Um, so... There will be
1: part two at the end of this episode. Um, yeah. Did you? Um, I'm. I'm going to say no. Did you watch um, Brisbane Truck Classic? Um, no. <laughs> Did you see the results? The 800. No. It was 800. Yeah. So Cat Bissett ran 159, and uh, Ellie ran too flat again. So it would have been good if. Have he was. Well, or no, if like Cat and Lyndon came to um, Sydney and they all raced. Yeah. Because like that's kind of the the big showdown. I think. Like well, all all be, those girls together, so they'll all be
0: racing next week,
1: right? Uh no, nah, because depends what event everyone's doing. Because mm. I think, like, I think Abby said she was going to do the hammer throw. Yeah, so so she <laughs> won't be in the race. And Sarah's doing the fifteen hundred. So yeah. it is, yeah, a few girls missing. But would have been good if Sydney Track, Sydney Track Classic had them all. But
0: um, talking about Brisbane Track Classic, you just threw me under the bus. Yep. Why don't you uh, go deep? Go on through some the of your results.
1: Favorite, favorite results. Uh, it was a very um, sprinters meet. Uh, Matt Clark. Getting the win over yeah, the Bucks season best in the men's sequel, yeah yeah um which was yeah it was, it was a pretty good time actually as well so um but yeah the I don't know it was just it was okay mate. it wasn't nothing was really that fast mm. apart from the women's 800 um, sort of a bit of a it's like you start with Murray Plant meets like yeah and it seems to go amazing, just crazy. step down every time yeah way. um but no nah, it, it it was uh, yeah a good meet Rowan Browning got beat. Yeah, saw that. Uh, by a New Zealander. So, and that guy, his name's Eddie. I don't know how to say his last name, but he uh, is now going to go and play NFL mm. or, or or college. Know, yeah. Sorry, college football. College football. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he should. Yeah. Like you're not going to make as much run, money in running. It's like you know, do what Devin Allen did. How much is he getting paid? Yeah, I don't know.
1: An absurd amount. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Exactly. So
0: Fred Curley's probably thinking, "Fuck, why didn't I go?" Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Um, should we get into some training weeks? Oh, the week off, so you take it away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is race week for you. I've been wondering why you've been a bit nervous oh, today. fuck off. Yeah, just be quiet because you're going to race been, at the end of this week. I've
0: been saying to you there's something up with you in the studio. You've been all tired, yawning. Yeah, I like, train you know hard, why? mate. Do you know why I think you're nervous? You're nervous because I'm racing. And you're just
1: like,
0: yes. <laughs> you're like, shit. I really hope he does well for him for the podcast. <laughs> like, it's just
1: like, I'm holding this thing up. <laughs> Take us away. What'd you do? Uh, so I started off Monday with a shorter run because we did this uh, pillar video that's coming out coming out this week. When people listen to this, probably tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so I just did a 10k run because I just couldn't get up early enough to do any more. Um, and then. I can add a K from probably the pillar shoot too, so I got to add that at the end of my weekly kilometres. <laughs> um, did a AK in St Kilda that night. Very windy day. Had Saskia come on the bike with me, a bit of support because I didn't really feel like doing it.
0: What is wrong with you in having people supporting you on the bike? It's absurd. You've lost the. You've lost your way.
1: I have, spend a company
0: on the bike every single run. Yeah, I
1: need it. Yeah. i spent so much time running now. I need some support.
0: You haven't even broken 200Ks this week, mate. Yeah, I know.
1: Um, and then we went to Sandringham. You actually got the message this week where we were training, which is good. Nice. Guess who I got it from? Who, me? Dave McNeil. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the session was, so Stewie wasn't able to make it, so it was, I, I was training with Dave, Ed you. Marks. Smack. Me and Smack. Yeah, so we started off with a six-lapper. Yeah. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was started off in 72s and then we were going to go. It's supposed
0: to be. You want me to do this? Yeah, because I forget what it was. You're fucking butchering this. Because what it was supposed to be was, um, so I think what originally it was was uh, Brett and Stewie had their own times and then me, Smack, Ed Marks and Dave had two lap 72s, two lap 69s, two lap 66s. Yeah, and then into a five lapper which or a four lapper, which yeah, Brett will explain. But Brett has seen what he was, him and Stewie were supposed to do. He's seen those times, and then Nick has said, "I actually look, Brett, just go with um, Joel's. You know, go with that group." And you've, in your head, been like, well, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going to do, do a bit of minus Dewey's paces, but a bit of
1: theirs. <laughs> okay, come on, boys. Yeah. Let's go for a <laughs> Jump ride. On the bridge, right? I'm not telling you about this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I started off with two Dave, laps in 72s because Dave led, Dave led it. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> like clockwork, so they're supposed to go 70s and I've gone two laps in 67s. <laughs> and then the next two laps are supposed to be 67s. I've gone two laps in 65s. <laughs> <laughs> all it was was it was like alright we'll let you guys think that I'm, d-
0: I'm gonna let you guys think you're doing your session and then the moment Dave steps off we're doing back to the <laughs> <Yeah. streets. laughs>
1: and then we had a four lapper and we went 72 67 64 62 um, gets pretty hard towards the end there for sure
0: I would fucking want to hope so <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but then I did see the times that I had for that four lapper and like my last I was supposed to be like 60 or 59 or something I'm like no chance I was doing that one. <laughs> you didn't realize
0: it. You, you're not trying to chase these times. You didn't realize bidders like had in brackets like, you know, three-minute break change into spikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
1: then we did um, eight 500s yeah. and then you were jumping in and out. Yeah. Who knows well, when you say we, doing.
0: it was only you that did eight 500s. Yeah.
1: So D- Dave did four, Ed Marks did six um, and you you did eight something.
0: I, don't, I think Ed Marks was supposed to do six but he didn't end up doing six. Maybe. Yeah. I think he did four. He did five or
1: something, but it was. Um, I felt good. It was like the best I felt. It was so much better not like having Stewie not there.
0: Yeah, well, training when you are the fittest. Yeah, or you're the best. It's yeah, I like got to
1: actually feel like what Stewie feels like most weeks. Yeah, where you can kind of decide the pace and everyone else is making it is finding it a little bit tougher than you. So you're like, all right, this is. It makes you feel good.
0: Yeah, when I go like if I'm doing like a session by myself, I can't even feel like that because I've got like old Joel, he's better than me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: You know, in like my car, you got the ghost. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's exactly what I was thinking. And I'm like, and it's really hard because I'm trying to like do this new Joe, and I'm like, well, I can fucking see Joe's got hundred meters in front of me. <laughs> oh, so.
1: Um, but yeah, good session. It, yeah, pretty good one. Good, good. Nice to be on the track. I actually put up way better from being on the track the than two or three weeks ago. Like yeah. my cars were cooked after the track last time. Mm. Um, went to the gym that afternoon. And then did eight k back at home. Actually, when I was in the gym, I was doing this exercise.
0: I love how you say "back at home." It makes it sound like the Sandingham where we go is like I don't. in another, you know, another city. <laughs> yeah, it felt like so. Dave and I were in the car for ninety
1: minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it is a long way away. That's why I stay at Saskia's. When yeah, I'm there. Um, I was doing this exercise, like kind of like a um. Internal and external rotation where you're standing up on one foot and you got like the cable, yeah. And you have like you kind of hand, it's, it's hands, rota- above. it's rotating, and you're trying to like not be rotated. It's like uh, so, you I'm I am rotating, okay. Um, like so, it's a glute exercise, yeah, yeah. And then so, I'm like pulling the weight and then slowly bringing it back. But I just started off, I usually do it with a band and I did it with a cable for the first time. And like, I started off, the weight was way too hard. And as soon as I did, I just felt my foot like try to stabilize Oof. and it just like went really hard. And then after I'm like, oh, that didn't feel too good in my foot. And anyway, I'll go for a run that night. I'm like, oh, my feet, my foot and ankle is really stiff now. Yeah, And I'm like, oh, this isn't, isn't feeling good. We, yeah, did the run and it like wasn't great. Worked up the next morning. When you
0: say stiff, is it painful or just
1: stiff? Uh, Just felt like stiff and tight. Like, in yeah, stiff in the joints but tight in the muscles as well. Yeah. Not like really painful, but I'm yeah. just
0: laughing because it just makes like, you're in like pain and you're just refusing to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just, you know, it's that, that thing like when- it's a, bit, a bit of tightness, yeah. have got a bit of, <laughs> what was it, what well, we're taking the piss a few weeks ago when you were saying something, or last season and everyone loved it. It was like, you were talking about, oh, it didn't, it didn't feel nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So did, like three, that's, that was it. It
1: didn't feel nice. Three <laughs> centimetre <laughs> hole in your bone. It was like, how, how do you describe the pain? Well, it didn't feel nice. <laughs> yeah. Um so ran 90 minutes on Wednesday morning, didn't feel nice. So I went in, <laughs> quickly got some uh, physio and Kev just said, yeah, my foot just feels like, I don't know, tight and, and you know, like in the muscles. So I – but then once I had some treatment, it felt way better. I, um, I actually had Wednesday night off because I had to – I went to this like launch of this model nest thing, um, which is probably like a good thing for my foot just to give it that little little rest um, ran an hour with you and Jack, which is a very rare thing it for was. us these days.
0: Yeah, I was running to meet Jack, and I could see this body up ahead, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is that? Don't tell me it's Brett." Thankfully, you're okay to run pretty slow. In my head, yeah. I, but you've you've gone slow again. But it's like in my mind, you're just like under four minute pace every time. But that was a few weeks ago. Yeah, like but
1: uh, so well, a bad run. You were late, of
0: course. Yeah, it's a fucking fair farewell from uh, Clifton Hill, mate. Yeah, so you leave a farewell
1: early. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when you actually left at the exact same time that I did, and I live two k away from his house, you live five k away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we did an hour, um, ran again that night, and then I had my big marathon session on on Friday. So, and this was like probably the best. I, this is like our normal one, what we do, where it's like. Um, yeah, start off a, with an hour. This is impressive. Hour if at four I, if minute case.
0: So
1: yeah. Hour at four minute Ks and then straight into 8K at like kind of threshold marathon pace. Um, and going that first 2K, that 8K is so hard mm. because you go from running like. Body's I'm, pro- so used I'm probably running maybe like down to 345 pace and then going straight down to try to run three minute K you pace. You jog
0: in your flats? Yeah. I do the
1: whole thing in my flats. And Jeez, then um, the
0: first couple of K, the jog must feel great. Feels nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah and I, I think I went like 310 first K and I'm like trying pretty hard. And then it like a 306. And then I, then I then started. It starts coming. Yeah. Then yeah. I started running 300 Ks and it started to feel good. But yeah, that first few K, you're like. I, I'm going hard now, I can't get any faster. There's like a bit of a delay and your body's like, ah, oh, yeah. Oh, I see what you're trying to do now. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll let I'll you, let you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I ran 8K in, in 301s and then had a K in 330, It's so like a K float, and then I did 20 minutes of minute on minute off. So I'm probably going like 250 pace and then back to like a 310, 315 pace. So for that 20 minutes, I was 303 average. And then I did a K in 320 Seven, and then I did five k in hard, um, in fourteen twenty six.
2: Mm. So like, that was That's really good. Yeah, and but, thought,
1: is that your best? Like
0: people that have listened to this podcast before, you've done this probably similar like three times now in in since we've been doing this yeah. podcast. Is that your best five k you've ever finished? Definitely,
1: with? definitely. Yeah. Like I think I, but like the sessions always a little bit different. Like mm. when I did before London, I did six k first and then 6k second yeah. as well um so it's a bit different but like that time i ran like 301 and then like 259 or something um where well now i'm running 253 so it's like a, a fairly big jump down but i didn't really know like going into it, i didn't know what i was going to run i'm like all right if i just try to run like 15 or just just under 15 and i started off because i was on yellow boulevard and like straight away in that 5k to go up the hill. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I don't wanna just like smash it up this and like like make my quads like all lactic. So <laughs> I kind of like got up to it and then I looked and I was like 257 pace and I was like, okay, I'm feeling all right here. And then just like rolled down the hill. Yeah, and then I just kind of like felt good. Like I just it was moving really well. So it's good signs that I am can run 30, that's probably like 34. Yeah, definitely felt um, really good that day. And This is a silly question.
0: Okay. And it's yep. not but it's it's just sort of interesting for me. <clears throat> Imagine you did that session, right? And you you finished that K jog, okay. Um, the before the five K. So you've got at this yep. point you've got like what, thirty two in your legs or something or thirty K. Um, yeah. I don't, whatever. Um, do you think that you could quickly change spikes and run a sub fourteen on the track if you're paced? Max effort, gun to your head. Mm,
1: yeah, I reckon I could. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, it would feel weird changing into Spikes. But, uh, <laughs> I would hope it
0: would feel harder than just weird. Yeah, <laughs> You finish it, you run like 13.40 and you're like, ooh, that was just weird. <laughs> didn't feel nice. <laughs> yeah, um, No, that's definitely like, look, I've seen you do that so many times and I've seen you do this session before we've done the podcast and you've never run like that.
1: No, really I reckon weird. the quickest I've ever done is like 14.50. It's Good at the end, so
0: um, did you do some like practicing like in the last cave, the 5k? We like practicing like tapping the crowd and like, yeah, <laughs> <the laughs> <crowd and> stuff? <laughs> <laughs> had had
1: uh, like, uh, Coles on the bike, Tin on the bike, and bitters on the bike, so funny. Um, yeah, like I have my own little like security guards around me as I'm running, but it's like <laughs> we, we've never had a problem with cars, but now there's three of us, three, three bikes car's beeping us and getting in <laughs> the way. So. And when there's cars beeping you there, you know, you're taking up the whole thing. Yeah, bike. I know. There's, there's a lot. So much And room. they're used to bikes yeah. too, anyone that drives there. So um, yeah, that was a <laughs> a big morning for me. Um, I've, I've told you that story about my, my mate, Ryan
0: Fisher, triathlete, how he used to put in, like when he first joined our squad back years ago and we were training in Europe and he would finish easy runs and he'd like stride ahead. Put his sunnies on his head and then do like the imitation of like tapping the crowd <laughs> on the right hand side, tapping the crowd on the left, and then breaking the tape and then getting a pen out and signing autographs <laughs> and giving it out. And he would do that at the end of his run, <laughs> and I'd be crying. And I would say to him, "I'm like, what the fuck are you do?" And he goes, "Oh, doesn't your coach do that for you?" And I go, "What?" Because he wasn't coached by Danny at that point, and he was coached by I think Dan Atkins in Queensland or something, and um. I said, what are you doing? He goes, no, I'm, well, obviously I win a lot of races. So <laughs> like, I, have to, I have to practice that sort of stuff. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, that's really that's really good. I've got a lot of my athletes that I'm coaching at the moment starting to like do these sessions because there's a lot yeah. of big marathons coming up. You know, you've got Canberra, Boston, London, all that um, and, you know, a lot of them see the sessions because I write, write it quite a lot way out and they're like sucking them out. You know, they're like, that's going to be so brutal. And it's like, well, I hope that they can listen to this now and be like, yeah. hmm, hear what you've
1: been able to run. So it's like, just just rally. <laughs> yeah. Just get it done. It yeah. is brutal. And it's like, it's definitely one of those sessions that like mentally it um, makes you question what kind of shape you're in. Because yeah. like when you're doing that first 8K and I'm supposed to be on marathon pace and it feels tough. And I'm like okay, I've only, like I'm in an 8K marathon pace, how am I going to do this, do a mm. marathon at this pace? So, and then you you do kind of get into it and you start to like build confidence throughout the session. So, you, there's the sessions you need because when you get into a race, you need to like have belief we're, we're through those rough periods as well. Mm. Um, oh, another question for you,
0: it's by Q&A. Yeah. <laughs> um, what pace is your marathon PB? I always forget. 301. It is ones. Yeah, crazy. Because I was thinking I, like obviously it used to be, you know, not that long ago your PB was like 210, 210 or something. Yeah. So it was like 305s or whatever it is. So then when I see you run like 301s and this sort of stuff, in my head I instantly think, oh, well, that's quicker than the marathon pace anyway. But it's like, no, it's not actually. Yeah. <laughs> you run 301s now.
1: Yeah. And I hope, like I guess another thing is that you do feel, it does feel hard the pace. So you don't have to be exactly on marathon pace. If you're a few seconds slow, that's fine because – you do have a lot of running in your legs. Yeah. that Like a throw one for me today feels a lot harder than it will on race on day. On race day. For um, sure. So you have to kind of believe that. And yeah, but it is, it definitely makes you question it a lot. Mm. Especially in that 30K um, progression run that I did last week. Yeah. Um, when I'm running three 16s in that middle one and I'm going, how the hell do I like go quicker? Go quicker. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like again, you know, advice for, for athletes that are preparing for marathons coming up. It's like such such a big thing that people don't realize. It's like when you're doing like a 12-week block, it's like everything has its place. I was talking to Dave about this too. Um, everything's got its place. You have to, you know, you get, you get your long run done, you get your, your marathon session done, and it's just building fatigue and building fatigue. And yes, you're still recovering there at points. Like for you, it's like your Wednesday, Thursday, you're doing hour runs and, or 90-minute run, but it's just easy and you're trying to recover yeah. for your next session and stuff. But if you have everything... In, in place like that and then you and I'm not going to name names because they know who they are um, some of my athletes you know did did a long run and they went so fucking hard in this long run oh sorry they didn't they, they, they can run way quicker than this and it's way slower than their marathon pace but it's still far too quick it'd be like you going to do your long run at 320s yeah okay three tw- three 325s once you've done that it's like it's not just ah oh, well I do that. It's like well then that's that's like spike your load and then it's like something else has to change, mm. right? So it's like when when people are doing these these sessions, you do these you know big blocks of training. You do have to do everything right, and you can't just you know go out and smack something way too hard um, because it will sort of come back come back and get
1: you. And you don't know when either. Like, yeah, that's the it's thing. it's just that little extra percent there um, makes your easy run a little few percent harder. Yeah. And then your session's a few percent harder and then all of a sudden it's just like yeah. built up. It could happen time. two two weeks yeah, later, yeah. you're
0: cooked, which yeah. has happened to one of my guys. Yeah. Um and it's like, oh okay, now we have to change things up. And it's like that's the yeah, the biggest thing is just trying to keep like a, a lid on it. Um and then in saying that when you like the the contrary is that when you're you're putting like twelve weeks of really good consistent training down, you've got so much fatigue in your legs that yeah, that marathon pace that you, I've got, I've got athletes that have not been able to finish that super session and then gone out and smash marathons. Yep, yeah. it's and you've done that too. Yeah, right. So it's not don't don't think that if you can't hit, um, you know, especially with like you know two weeks to go, three weeks to go in your marathon block when you're putting your biggest it sessions down, you should be tired. You should be tired, You should be cooked. And geez, the training will feel, um, the, sorry, the race pace will feel so much harder.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah, you just got to have that belief that once you taper. Once you carve a load, things are really gonna like come good, and and you, and you run well. Exactly, exactly right. Um, back to my training. <laughs> 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 Saturday, I did a very easy hour, so that's a perfect. Great segue. Yeah,
0: yeah. How, how far how fast do you run?
1: four thirty eight. See, yeah. So I just definitely wanted to make sure. Like you got to absorb that training you run, as well. You're running, so,
0: you're running three, 3.01 for a marathon pace, you're running 4.38s. Yeah, so for all big that, difference. all the
1: athletes out there, listen to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, ran again that night just under 8K. Went out to Yarra Flats with my training partner Toon on the bike <laughs> and did 38K in two hours 30, so 357s. Um, did kind of ran into um, Westerfolds and then just did like the normal loop. And the, then, hill, the hill loop The hill loop And then had to like make up Half an hour when we got back Which sucked
0: mm, that um, hurt. Was Toon with, with you and the bike Making up that last half an hour as well
1: Yeah Yeah Yeah
0: Oh, Toon's in there for the long run. He's good. we have gone through it together. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know why Toon's doing it together. I'm like, I looked at Toon's eyes at the end of the night. I'm like, what's, what's that I see in your eyes? I see big two dollar signs. <laughs> <Ka-ching>. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's riding like pointing out directions and there's like cash flowing out of his
1: pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been good. It's uh, so helpful having Toon with me, so.
0: Yeah. Is he going to get, when you run really well, is he going to
1: get like a mention Maybe in, the, in the post? Uh, yeah, I, I've been thinking about that I reckon you will
0: Yeah, I've already got the caption in oh. my notes <laughs> You're already envisioning this, uh, in the photo as well You've set up photographers on the angle Because you're like, I know there's a tree in London there thought, yeah, yeah Oh, you wanker Yeah, <laughs> this,
1: this 205 wouldn't have been right without you guys <laughs> <laughs> um, How many cases for the week? One eighty-eight or nine. Oh. so just, sorry. I just thought you were training for this marathon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. Missing Wednesday hurt, and then. Uh, so uh, many, but okay. I only ran. I ran eleven times instead of the week before. I ran thirteen.
0: Okay, when you say you missing Wednesday night, Wednesday night. How far did you run Wednesday
1: morning? Ninety. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Usually like ninety, and then like eight or nine k in the evening. So. Yeah.
0: Big Wednesday. How was your week? Yeah, good. Um, Ran... Pumped up shop for this race yet or... uh, Mate, I don't even talk about the race. It's fucking... Who knows that? I've actually had people message me that listen to the podcast and they're like, oh, are you racing? Like, when's your next race and stuff? And I have definitely said it, I'm racing. But it's just like, I don't know. Hasn't honestly been... I haven't given it much thought. Like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to race as hard as I can. I'm excited, really excited to race. But I'm just like, whatever. I know that there's going to be other races after this and I just want to keep... Keep getting better and fitter and stronger and stuff. So, anyway, things I've seen on Instagram. <laughs> um, so Monday was uh, so it was like it was funny. It was like I was building up my runs um, when I was doing 90 minutes up to like an hour on Monday. You know, I yep. spoke about that, and it's like I did two two hour runs, and then it's like fuck, I got to go. I can't do an hour on Monday to make sure I'm that. Like, so this this run I did last Monday, um, I was. I was, I was almost sure I was injured. <laughs> I was like, really? I was in so much pain in my groin, um, like my OP thing. What well, from cleared, doing right? two hours? It was yeah. from the two hours. It has to yeah. be because, it, because I didn't – I mean, yeah, I don't know because I backed off in the gym. I, I mentioned that it was a bit sore the week before in the gym um, but then doing the two hours uh, – it was my second two-hour run. It was the one that I spoke about last week but I did it on um, – like out on the concrete trail. Yeah. So I think that must have something to do with it. I don't know if I'm rotating. I think i got to go see Paul McKinnon, balance runner, um, see, what, see what he can see with me. But um, yeah, I just made sure, you know, that's, they're the sort of decisions you have to make on the on the fly a little bit and I was up to like, I think I'd run 40, 45 minutes and I was looping back, back near home to get an hour done and I was like, I'm so sore, it's not drifting away. I'm like, well, I'm not just going to chase an hour because that's what I should do. It's mm. like, what am I going to get out of this last 15 minutes? I've got hard training tomorrow. I'm just gonna back it off, back it off, go home, do my stretching and stuff and, and just see what happens. Um, so went to the track on Tuesday. When that was also the other thing I was like, fuck I'm on the track and I haven't not been, I worked out the last time I was on the track was that Sandringham about a year ago. Yeah. It was the you last that at the warmup. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe it. It was the week before, <laughs> um, which I definitely spoke about it on the podcast but it was the week before national 5,000. And it was mm-hmm. when I had my, my knee injury and I wasn't training and I'd had like three weeks off. And then I went to this and trained with Stewie and like, Race my race before the race. <laughs> like I did a really good session. I remember Nick being like, "Geez, how did you pull that out? Like, that's really good." And I was like, "Yeah, we'll see where I go." Naturally. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking hell. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, I Dave and I were talking about it in the car, um, on the way to to Sandnewham Track, and I sort of spoke to him, and he he said, "Look, you've you've been you've banked that many weeks now of, of good consistent training. You know, you don't want to." Um, he actually. I'm gonna put this on Instagram. Uh, he said he sent me this uh, snippet of a podcast of a guy. Um, I think he's he's the Norwegian triathlon coach. Mm-hmm. I fucking wish he wasn't. Like, because I have to say triathlon there. But <laughs> um, Dave McNeil sent it to me. I think a lot of people will know of this guy. He's the one who coaches Blumenfeld and Gustav yeah, Eden yeah. and stuff. And he's speaking. Um, just goes for about a minute long, speaking about we've talked about this. We've definitely spoken about it. But the impact, the negative impact one session can have as opposed to like the positive impact.
1: It. I saw this as well. Yeah. 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 See, it's really yeah. good. We'll, we'll post it.
0: This comes out on Tuesday night. We'll post it maybe Wednesday on the Instagram. So go have a look. Um, we'll put up on our story. But yeah, it's really, it's, mm. it's exactly what Dave said. He's like, look, you've, you've been training really well. If you go out and smash this Tuesday morning session, it's not going to make you any better for the race. Um, you know, just, just do what you can and maybe back off just a little bit. And that's like something I'm still like trying to do, um, still trying to, you know, learn about but it was a bloody good good way to test it when I've got you going three seconds too <laughs> quick in the reps. So we, yeah, as we said, we started the session, we went through 72, 72, and then we went through, I did the first lap with you, it was 67, and then it was like, fuck, another 67, and then I was like, I'm just going to try and hold 67s. Here. Mm. And then you guys went to do 65, 65, I think, and I just held 67s. And then the next one, I knew you were going to go quicker again and so I just did my own sort of progress. What did you say you did? 72, so I was 72, and 72 then... 67, 65, 62 is what yeah, said? Something or something like that. Like that. Yeah. 64, 62. I think I went 72, 69, 67, 65 or hmm. 66 maybe um, and just progressed it, progressed it down that way. And felt good. Like I like I wasn't good. I was pushing hard and working really hard but I wasn't overextending myself um, and I was able to control sort of the pain in the, the like groin area because it's like when you push it over the edge, as Dave said, it's like a tendon thing. It's just um, you've made it a little bit angry and now you have to sort of allow it to settle a yeah. bit. Um, and then I just did 10, for, uh, 10 400 I, – I worked it – I did I think three 500s out of – sorry, of the eight 500s, I did three – and then the rest the other 5 were 400. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I was Which just, is good cuz we could do it together. Yeah, and I was just helping you. Yeah. trying trying to help you out for every second one and I would do one sitting on you one yeah and they and they felt felt really good. Um but yeah, it was a good session and then I just had the uh, I was going to go to the elliptical and I was just like, "Nah, I'm just going to totally rest and uh, get treatment that night and Fuck, it was so sore. Yoshi just smashed me, pretty much spent 90 minutes just in my groin (laughs) and the next day was, yeah, pretty sore. Um, Went to the gym, focused on a lot of the stuff I have to do and rehab stuff and then by Thursday's hour when I ran with you and Jack, it was pretty much gone. Yeah. So it's like crap. I couldn't believe like it could be so sore on Monday and then it's just backed off. Um, And I think, yeah, definitely not like going and running max effort on Tuesday helped that. Um, and then yeah, Friday I had solo threshold because you were you were doing that, um, and everyone no, I got no one to train with. <laughs> yeah. um, and I did the same place I did two weeks ago, um, just on that. I don't know what you call it, but past past the TAFE there and the golf course and out near towards like Studley Bo- Studley Boathouse,
1: and I'm doing it on the road. Oh, like on that other teardrop thing. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But I just, it's like a big long. Yeah. yeah to, to, it's like, a, and I just did two laps um, and it was 30 minutes, 308. So that's like my fastest, my threshold I been. can't believe that's so far, that loop. Well, I do a few laps of it. It's not that far. Yeah. Two laps. A, I think it's 3K. Or yeah. Something. Okay. From the very top, it's longer than you think.
1: Yeah.
0: So the actual, that small teardrop, you know, just the one with the hill in it. Yeah. That's 950 meters mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. But it doesn't like doing no, doesn't K reps like there it. would be really brutal. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, it was really, it was good. I was just feel, like felt in a good rhythm. Um. And yeah, like I've been loving thresholding by myself because I just don't, you know, eventually I'm going to be back thresholding with you guys, but I just have to just not be worried and just try and, you know, as I said, trying if I can do a year of 308s or eights or three tens mm. or whatever, I'm going to be so much better than trying to chase down to like three minute Ks. Um, like I really shouldn't be ever doing those thresholds at like 3 3 unless I'm going to be running marathons like you are. Yeah. But like the pace, right? So it's, um, yeah, it's absurd to do that. And then, yeah, Saturday day off, did some gym. And then Sunday I ran a new long run for me because I was staying at Chelsea's. Um, and so went out around uh, like Newport and following the Beach, Williamstown, Eltona, that sort of way. Um, My old long runs. Your old long runs, yeah. When you said you said you used to run to the wine store, right? Yeah, so runs to Footscray to Footscray, and then then go
1: across through the city. And then when you got to the wine store, were you at halfway, and then you had to do a U turn and go back, or would you like? Um, I think this is some of the times when I would come drink at the wine store and then go out <laughs> <laughs> and I would leave my car at the wine store. That's
0: right. In your That's run- <laughs> so I do remember that. that was the, day be- the day before the day before you yeah, you just be picking up your car. That's so funny because I forgot that and I was thinking in my head I wouldn't just run to the wine store. Three for- and a half hour runs. So, <laughs> yeah. Running to the wine store to say hello and then you go, Oh well, I got another 30k back. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, not a bad run. Um, unfortunately, sad to say, I was 99K for the week. Oof. Now, that isn't counting the K of doing the pillar stuff. So, if I'm counting it, I'm getting the triple digits again. Yeah, No, I'm not
2: counting
1: <laughs> I didn't count it in mine. Yeah. Plus, I also had that K in the uh, Thursday run where I stopped my watch. Oh, that's and true. And didn't do it again. Yeah. So, well, that's nearly like the 200K a week for me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not counting that either.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so I am yeah, like I've definitely said it, but yeah, I'm racing Hobart half marathon next week, next yeah. Sunday. So with
1: the famous Tim Vincent. Tim Vincent. It's gonna Cannot be great. It. Yeah, so I thought I
0: was sort of doing it by myself. I knew, knew Nick Earl, I think, was doing it. Um but yeah, Collis messaged me in the week and said, Oh, it's gonna be a, a gonna, gonna be a good race. because um, you got Tim Vincent running and you know, he's he's a good good runner. Um he had has ran some pretty good halves and stuff last year. Did he do that, pack? that a pick this last year in the last mm-hmm.
1: year can't remember. I remember yeah you ran but
0: 62 six, minutes last year though no he ran 61 on the fake course <laughs> yeah on the fake course yeah. it was like 61 30 or 61 yeah 40. yeah yeah which we good. and we tim's a really good guy and he's super humble and stuff because i remember like you know, i remember messaging ask, yeah yeah you'd ask most people about that and they're like like to be honest even me if i ran like 61
1: 30 on that because i kind of course i'm not going to be telling people how He's coming forward with the information so quickly. Yeah. Like I was just he like, was, I'm like, well done, mate. And he's like, oh, yeah, and that was a fake call. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember him saying something about the trees. He's like, you, you were in this like long, like, because it was point to point. Um, and it was, I don't think it's net downhill, but he said, if you get a tailwind, he said this like between these these trees on this big long road, he said it was like a wind turbine behind him. Yeah. Just, he's just like, you're just flying.
1: I saw this thing today about um Boston Marathon because the, they said if they're in Boston marathon today like you try to run 155 cuz apparently it's just, just a tailwind the wind. whole way yeah which sucks i i don't like that about boston yeah is that like a lot of people can come out and run these and, and like these times. times don't count like they don't yeah. count for world records they don't count for qualifying for world championships yeah, the think olympics they would so it or um it's like yeah it's it's just still a good run like a good race but it, it's kind of a little bit fake times it, it can be but also yeah. Um, you could have a headwind at the same time because that's true. To point
0: that's true. Yeah, but yeah,
1: I think this Hobart course is
0: going to be really. Um, it's really hilly and pretty shit, but it's just going to be fucking. I just you know, it's been nine months.
1: Yeah, I going to back
0: out there and on a podcast a, talking about running. For <laughs> yeah. Like, get me <laughs> put me in coach. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know what I'm. What what time? Uh, I think I get in pretty late, and it's the 6 a six a.m. start. So oh, it's really? one of those ones where I'll be like having in lunch in the
1: in the airport. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean dinner at the airport. But yeah it be good. If Exciting. Hear about it next week. Yeah. Big things coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be honest, the big things coming is not, everyone's like going, oh, I can't wait to hear for this episode. I can't wait. And I'm like, oh, what? So like to hear about my race. It's like, no, to hear what Tim Vincent thinks about the joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly why I'm excited to go there.
1: <laughs> now we have the Abby Caldwell part two interview. Enjoy it, guys.
2: Obviously, there's a lot of people when they're young, they'll be like, oh, I'd love to run for Australia or oh, I'd love to go to the Olympics one day, but it kind of just seems like such a distant dream that I ne- was never, like, hell bent on like, I need to, like, make a career out of this. And it always just progressed. And then, yeah, so it was kind of just slow results coming along. Um, and I was certainly never a star junior or anything. It was just I stayed with it and still loved it. Um, and then I think probably late juniors, even then still, I was really oblivious to what like I just had no idea on like I'd always see see people I'd be like oh these people go over to Europe and they go do this racing and you kind of but I never understood it Mm. didn't take too much interest in it because I'm like I'm just happy doing what I'm doing
0: was it ever so, a thing where you you sort of looked up to those people and you rem- you remember being young and, and you know, you're seeing those people that go to Europe and all that and then it's like before you know it, you're like, fuck, they're finishing a fair bit behind me in races. <laughs> think, do you know what I mean? That sort of thing where it's like, holy shit, that, that name that I remember like looking up to, I was like, now I'm beaten.
2: Look, I certainly don't think it was much of resh- a, like, a huge step like that. Like I certainly idolized so many of those people. Like that's so sick. Like they're going over here running this, like next minute they're running in the Olympics kind of thing. Um, and
1: now you're like, eat my dust. <laughs> not <laughs> who, quite. Who did you kind of look up to? Because like in your group, it's not like there's really anyone, there's like a few years older that you can follow in their footsteps a little bit. You've kind of been
2: mm.
1: paid in the way a little bit.
2: I, I've i never really had a huge idol in terms of like I've always wanted to follow the path of that person. Yeah. Or I've Other than like,
0: Brett and myself. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I like,
2: <laughs> 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 obviously. <laughs> Because, <laughs> yeah, you, you were what? How old when I was <laughs> only <the 11? laughs> eleven? <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely killing it on the stage at a 14-year-old.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think there was anyone that was like a standout figure for me. Um, I kind of just – yeah, I certainly don't think I could put a name to it. I think in later years of juniors when I started to understand things more, people like Benita Willis who be like, oh, it's going yeah. out like winning like world championship events. And obviously that was such a big thing that for Australian to do that. Yeah. Um, like wow, was that's impressive. And still is. Well, yeah, like, absolutely. Right. <laughs> mm. um, and I'd be really interested. Well now you're saying did you get a chance
1: to speak to her at World Cross?
2: Yeah, so that was yeah. the first time I've ever spoken to yeah. her. Um,
0: Abby now realizes it's like you know Ollie won the fifteen hundred. You got third at Comrades. She's like, oh, it's not even that hard to get there. Like, <laughs> me and you are still like, wow, it's so insane. You're just like, yeah, back then when Benita did it, but now we're all doing it.
2: <laughs> There's a big gap between Ollie's gold and my blood, so. <laughs> very big gap. No, but yeah. So I spoke to Benita for the first time, and I was like, yeah, this lady is really influential, like so impressive. But in saying that, Benita got up and spoke to the team at World Cross, followed by. Brett, mm.
1: then speak. Who, Whose
2: speech
1: I mean, is better? I did this speech and I said, look, if you can't dig deep tomorrow, like you don't belong in this sport. And then halfway to the race, I'm like, fuck this sport. I don't belong in this <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, that's so, so good. good. <laughs> oh, I've watching. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I hope was Benita's speech a little bit more, um, maybe a little less harsh than that.
2: No, I reckon was Benita's it? was pretty like rock solid, like just go out and run hard, there's nothing else to it. Like Okay. Yeah. She was okay. very like straight to the point, which I like. I think a lot of the time you gotta do that, especially for I don't know, some of these under twenty athletes. And yeah. Brett was just like, have fun, we've all had shit results before, like which is also so true.
1: I'm more relatable than Benita. She won.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's so true. All
1: these young kids are like, shit, maybe if I do what Brett's at, I'll have a podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even speak about the run. <laughs> yeah. um, um,
0: obviously, you know, talking about that progression leads to, and we've mentioned it a couple of times already, that bronze and con games. Take us through that.
2: That was... It was a lot to take in really. Did
0: you think Um, going into that championship I can get a medal?
2: I didn't go in with any intention of a result. Um, For me it was my first major competition and I even then. Should have been your second. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's talk about that quickly too. Like obviously world champs, we talked a bit about it last year. Four good girls gone for three spots. You were the unlucky one and didn't get picked. A bit of controversy about the selection process and stuff, but how was that um, kind of affecting your mindset and you preparing? Because you ha- just that happened, but then you have Com Games coming up a few weeks later. Like, how did you cope in that time?
2: Yeah, I th- honestly, I think having the Com Games there did a lot for me. Yeah, because it was like I could completely shift my mindset. Yeah, and at first it was like, yeah, this is shit, and obviously it hit you like there's so much more than I want. I'd love to be going to world champs, but having Com games, meant I could shift that focus. Yeah, it's a be goal like,
1: straight away instead yeah. of waiting a yeah. year or two years or whatever.
2: Yeah, like it would have been a completely different story, I think, for me in terms of handling it all. If it was like, oh, I'm not going to world champs, there's nothing else you got to do, I might as well just go home. Like yeah, yeah. it would have been really hard not having anything to focus on. And I can't imagine I would have stayed over in Europe to be mm. and kept racing just because. Like, So I think that did a lot for me. Um, and, look, yeah, it certainly wasn't easy. Like it was – it's one of those things. It's like you train, you train, you train. It's like when you don't get the result that you're aiming for, when you don't hit that goal, it's like, shit, what do I do now? Yeah. So, yeah, at first it hit, but I'm like I just wanted to be really as positive about it as possible. It's
1: Where like, were you at the time? Were you in was, America? Or?
2: It was actually really bad timing, to be honest. So I, I – there was a lot of like talk and things going on and we'd had conversations with people and then my coach, Gav, um, and my agent was like, let's just go over to America and get some racing in and whatever happens, happens because there's no point trying to hang around home and, like, fight for things and delay things when you could be going over racing training. Yeah. So I, with about two weeks' notice, was like, no, nah, just go to America, get some races in. Um, so I landed off my plane and I was standing in customs for about three hours in LAX and I'm like, I'll just check my emails. And it was like... You haven't been selected. And I'm like, I've got so much more time to kill in this line. That what do I do? Three hours. <laughs> was, yeah. was there tears? It was. I thought about it. It was close. And I'm like,
1: yeah.
2: nah, stuff this. I gotta be strong. It's like, yeah. At in that first moment, there wasn't. Later that night, I was like, I broke down. I'm like, yeah, okay.
0: you're like, I've been yeah. strong all day. I'm like, now I- I'm allowed. <laughs> I deserve some tears.
2: I think it was more of the. Public factor. It's like I'm not just gonna break down in the line of like customs. I'm literally here solo. I'm gonna look like an absolute fool. Imagine doing
0: that and all these people coming up to you, going, "I know it's a real hard line to get through. (laughs) It
2: can take three hours,
0: and you're like, no, seriously.
2: Honestly, I'd have to play it off as that. (laughs) No line, no tears in the line. But yeah, certainly broke down later that night. But I think I just just needed to let it out. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: and then yeah, being in America and having that, just like. I just had that distraction to be like, cool, let's just, like, enjoy this. And I'd done a couple of international races earlier that year, but for me it was still, like, very first, like, exposure to what it was all about.
1: I think as well being in America is probably a good place. And in, in Flagstaff, you went to Flagstaff, yeah yeah, yeah. Because there's, uh, in 1500, there's 20 good girls and three of them mm. make the team. So there's yeah. 17, yeah. In, in like, missing yeah. out. Um, so... And like everyone just moves on to the next thing a little bit. Yeah. But in Australia, it's like you such kind of make the team. Like, yeah. that's, there's like, only, you know, one or two real, like people that miss out that yeah, exactly. really could
0: go, whereas it's, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, 100%. And like, yeah, speaking to people in Flag, it's like obviously that's such a running community yeah. up there and there's so many people that, yeah, missed out on things. They'd be like, oh, well, yeah. what are you doing next?
1: Yeah, exactly. So like
2: yeah. you d- say to people, and they'd be like, oh, you're going to Worlds. And it's like, oh, no, I missed out. And they'd be like, oh, cool, what are you doing next?
1: Yeah. So yeah. it's like yeah. straight
2: yeah. to the next yeah. point. Yeah. And it, honestly, yeah, it... Does the world of wonders because like cool. If you're not like, like I don't help. want your sympathy. Like I'm not trying mm. to look for that. Like I genuinely do want to know what's next. Like yep. that is the focus. So yeah, I do think that did a big thing, and also just being away from the noise in Australia,
1: because
2: mm. um, a lot of it as well was a lot was on going on in social media and things. Mm. So being away from on that podcast and
0: social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: this one is for the kudos thing. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it was just nice to have a complete distraction and so I got some racing done over there um, before leading into the staging camp for comms and, yeah, it kind of just turned into my season was just, yep, train into Commonwealth and then that's where we that's where we were going to race. Was so the world champs being on whilst I was leading in was probably the hardest part.
0: Because you're watching. Because it's like, yeah.
2: that's really cool. I would love to be there. Mm. Um, and obviously there's amazing performances and, yeah, I think that was probably the hardest part of it, just having to watch it. For sure. But
0: yeah. Would you say that in the con games you were sort of running with a little bit of like, you know, I'll prove that I should have been on that team?
2: A lot of people have asked me that. Yeah, because
0: to me it's like if that was my personality, I would be, that would be <laughs> me. But Do you
1: reckon I'm, it makes a difference though? Well, it shouldn't. Yeah.
0: yeah it shouldn't. Yeah, you know, you should you should mm. be racing. You sh- if that's the only reason you're racing for, then yeah, you just shouldn't be able to go any harder for any external yeah. factors. Because yeah. yeah. unless yeah. you're
2: literally on the line, like shaking in anger, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is it really going to change at that yeah, much? Using up like, too much energy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, no, I don't think I wanted to go, and I wasn't as much as I was disappointed in the whole thing. I wasn't all right. I need to go and like shove this in everyone's faces, kind of thing. I was just like, I'm just going to go run and be the best runner I can right now like, just try run fast. And for me, I was like, I'm going into this. It's a complete new experience. Like anything could happen. Like first majors I could have gone and just like broken down with butterflies in the Mm. cool Mm. room. Like I had no idea what to expect. So I certainly wasn't going in with the intention of being like, I need to go prove a point here. Um, In hindsight, it's easy to say that like, yeah, it feels nice to have had a really good result to do that. But I don't think I went into the race with that mindset at all, no.
0: So talking about the race itself, when you came across the line and you knew you just got third, how long was it? You hear of, you know, I've never got any result like that where people say, you know, you're sort of still dreaming after. Like Brett, obviously you've broken two Aussie records. I imagine it's something sort of similar still Not as good as Kong Games medal, but um, <laughs> was, was it one of those you know moments where it takes a while to sink in? Like, I know Ollie winning, it sort of looked like he was like looking up at the screen, he's like, shit, Have I got oh wow, I just won! Right, yeah, a-
2: it, it's yeah, huge and surreal. And I think I honestly don't think it really ever sunk in for me because it's like, How do you take something like when you're always achieving for something? It's like, How do you take it in once you reach it? Mm. Like, I don't know, like if you're going for keep joke, keep breaking too, like, what do you do once you've like Achieved like yeah. well, for me, that was such a high, like achievement that I didn't think I know if I'd ever achieve.
0: So it still, so, still sort of hasn't sunk in.
2: Yeah, it kind of doesn't.
0: Imagine just me and you talking about it now. She's like, okay, yeah, sunk in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, that's it there. <laughs> <laughs> <Wrap> it <up. laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Joe. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't know. I think it's just it also being a fifteen hundred where a lot of the racing is tactical. It's like so much of the time things can change in races and you get unexpected results from people, which for me it was like I'm just – I think that tactics played a huge part in racing and in that race that, yes, there's still like half that – majority of that field was still quicker than me. So it's not necessarily that I've gone out and run this insane like time and
0: – But that's 1,500 running, right? Yeah. They're not – you know.
2: Yeah, so it's like you can't – Yeah, I think the tactical side and knowing that a lot of the time in 1500s, and especially championship racing obviously, things happen like you see it at every champ's results Mm -hmm. don't necessarily depend on who's the fastest in the race.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is funny like just saying about how it hasn't sunk in yet. I think when you're thinking about – trying to get a result every single day yeah. and then you kind of get it it's just like you've already kind of played it over in your head so many times or like you've been thinking about it then that's what we, you mm. said about the record yeah and then you get it you know like, okay what's next? you like <laughs> came, came
0: across the line and you're like yeah well I'll take that okay yeah. next thing is that was, yeah. do you think definitely like we've talked about with you know a number of guests that we've had on last was Matt Centrowitz and we're talking about like getting you know ...crazy amount of success at a young age. Actually, similar age to you. Mm. He was 21 when he got yeah, his first World Champs medal. Yeah. Um, and we talked about... ...obviously, it's different now because he's mid, mid-30s. mid So, you know, looking back, you're still 21. Um, do you think that it's... Yeah, is it one of those things where you have to try and stay grounded... ...you don't overthink it and you're just like, ...well, I've done that now, let's move on to the next thing... ...and the next goal?
2: Yeah, I think so. Sort of an interesting um, question,
0: like for me. What are we what are you gonna say to me now? No, I'm actually um really arrogant and just, <laughs> just yeah, I feel like I've succeeded in, in everything. Yeah, I'm to really
2: the gold next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I don't know. It's I really didn't know what to take from it afterwards. Um
1: other than the bronze medal. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you at the end you're like, she what went, what home you? with, <laughs> went home with the bronze or nothing else. Like <laughs> we've got a suitcase, like <laughs>
2: kind of weird now also coming off um, World Cross and everyone's like oh you've got this comms bronze, you've got World Cross bronze oh, course, and, and I'm yeah. like well a lot of people who don't know running as much or understand it as much it's like I'm going to come back and be like oh, I can't, if I come make the finals at Worlds and I'm like I'm so stoked for that and they're like where's your medal? It's kind of just like it yeah. almost seems like such a different expectation
1: um, so Moving forward towards this year, Paris coming up. Obviously, that's a big goal. What's your kind of year looking like now? Are you heading to America, Europe? Well, obviously, nationals first. What event?
2: Yeah, so nationals in God just over a week. It's absolutely flying up. But
1: shit, it is two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You're so not in Brisbane this weekend, though. No, no, no. Started
2: race, enough racing up until now. Yeah, so yeah. nationals in a couple of weeks. Um, definitely in the 1500. Still tossing with the eight as yeah it's the program kind of makes it a bit tricky
0: a lot of racing
2: it is a lot of racing and as much as I'd like to say i can do both it is a tight schedule so you can't have it all but that'll be in a couple of weeks and then i'll have a few weeks of training at home and then head over and do probably 4 weeks in europe um get some racing in and try hopefully run some fast times because i'm still yet to run a qualifier in the 1500 So that's the main goal Um, and then I'll probably come home for five to six weeks before heading back over to Europe. I think just because I'm not used to the big stint of travel, Mm. going away for four or five months at a time, it's being nice to have to coach. Yeah, Gav without, can't
0: go. I'm sure Gav can't go. Over no, like he's still at working time, full right? time. He's,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's got a life too. So
0: until you sign like a you know twenty million dollar deal with something, then you're like, yeah, I'll pay for you. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> that's what we're waiting for. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um. So yeah. So we'll come back and reset. And like last year, all the travel really. Like by the end of it, I'm like I was exhausted. So to be able to shorten it up a little bit, we'll hopefully. Do a lot for me, and also with the main goal of this year being worlds, is until late August, so it is a long way down. What the track. is the uh
1: fifteen hundred qualifier? Four
2: hundred three five.
1: Yeah. So you have the eight hundred qualifier though. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Four hundred
2: three five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, so yeah, the remainder of the season really just is going and get some European racing done, and just again getting a lot more experience in international racing because I haven't had all that much exposure, Um just that little bit I had last year. So. I just want to learn how to run these races, try run some fast times and get the most out of it.
1: And were you base in Germany?
2: I think so, no, yeah. yeah. Um, that's the main plan. I think there's a lot to actually lock in yet. Yeah, okay. And as you would know, the majority of the time travel running is very fluid and it yes. changes <laughs> yeah. all the time. So, yeah, I mean a lot of things depend on getting into races and whatnot. So, yeah, I'll probably base in Germany um, and just, yeah, get through that European season. Before trying to make that world's team.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's like the um, women's running is killing it. Like, because well, mm. like now it's 800 to 1500. Yeah. The marathon on the women is ridiculous. So it's a uh, mm. cutthroat <laughs> wherever oh, it's Well so, and truly, which almost yeah. makes it
2: nothing. Nice. I think you
1: all have to get together and go, all right, who's on the 800? Who's on the 1500?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine. Abby's how like, nice I'm that doing both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's not fair. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Would you, yeah, it is cut the, would
1: you consider doing both at World Champs?
2: If I got the opportunity, certainly. Yeah, because um, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, it's an experience. And it's a, and like, it's why a bigger,
1: not? bigger schedule. So yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. is more, it it out. It's
2: more doable than doing that at Nationals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if I got the opportunity to, then certainly. But it is, yeah, very difficult to make the teams in both of those um, events. So yeah. it's just going to depend on how the season goes.
0: Talking about championship goals, obviously World Champs is on the sites. Um have you thought anything about Paris? Is it like just in the back of your mind, just sort of hovering up there, kind knowing of. that it's knowing that it's a year away, but you don't really want to overthink it? Or
2: it is in the back of my mind, and I often like you speak to like Olympic athletes already, and like they're like, "Oh yes, yeah, so we're getting ready, like leading into Paris next year." I'm like, "Oh yeah, like okay. yeah, that <laughs> yeah. is yeah, <laughs> that's an Olympic crazy. year," <laughs> and it's like, yeah, they're talking about it like that, and I think because I've never experienced that, like going into an Olympic year, being like, "All right, this is like." grind time like we're going hard and we really having a big lead up into these I've never really had that mindset um it's yeah it hasn't quite hit me that like it's an Olympic year next year that so it's certainly in the back of my mind at the moment which I think for me is probably a good thing
1: yeah I think so because I know a lot of people make the mistake as well. It's like, all right, the Olympics, let's try harder when they're already mm. trying as hard as they can. Yeah. World champs or comm games or whatever. So it's not like, yeah, all right, now let's go try, start running 410s and then yeah. you're going to be better. It's like, For you're probably well. going to get injured. So it's like, you don't want to change anything.
2: Yeah, yeah, you don't You
1: don't need to. But I think it's probably like you start making maybe more of the right decisions or, yeah, mm. playing things a little bit earlier on like how to qualify. And um, yeah, it's not, it's not like, let's just go and just. Go be all tough and do yeah, it I'll, I'll actually train now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. I think for me the biggest thing is going into that is I am twenty one and I still like like enjoy having a life outside of running. So it's like that component of things is what changes for me leading into these big events.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's yeah, yeah. Right, it's Olympics in six months. Let's just do everything.
2: Yeah, yeah it's like do all those one percenters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily yeah. Oh, we're going to Paris. Let's go get that big training block in kind yeah, of thing.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, that uh, is a wrap. So, yeah, thank you very thank much. Thank you so much Abby. for coming on, Abby. No,
2: thank you, guys. It's yeah, It's been an honour to be on here.
0: Yeah, you'll have to uh, make sure you listen to the yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Thanks no, so appreciate much. Appreciate
2: it. Thanks, guys.
0: I hope you enjoyed that one. It's always really funny when we do this. <laughs> no, it's no. really funny for the for the. listener. It sounds really good because Dust just worked his magic there but we obviously are recording this in the one time and we say. So now we have the interview and we go enjoy it guys and then we go dead quiet and awkward for
1: three seconds and <laughs> we go, well, welcome back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we should put that in a video one time and see what we actually do in yeah. these things.
0: Oh, if we're doing that, we might as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, now... I made a good joke before we had to cut it though because it made no sense. So (laughs) It's time for things we have seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. Tim Vincent, what's yours this week? Uh,
0: Mine is... I forgot what mine was. (laughs) (laughs) What was it? Oh, I know what it is. Sorry. Um, It's hard because we used to look at them on the phone as we were speaking, but our phones are up there recording. Um, This guy has been sent to us many times before. Uh, He is... Uh, Yeah, regular on on Instagram, Um, an influencer, running influencer, been targeting a lot of them. Yeah, you have been. This bloke is the famous guy who wears about 19 watches on each hand when he's, when he's running. Um, so this guy's doing this particular video. He's doing uh, it's like a get ready with me sort of thing, and he's like putting on his on his clothes, and it's, you know, like a time lapse thing, putting on his jacket, putting on his pants. It's like, oh yeah, that's all good. Yeah, is the shoes going on? Oh yeah, that's good. And he's like puts one watch. It's Like, oh yeah, nice. He goes he's putting on another watch. What's going on there? <laughs> it's like he's putting on another watch. <laughs> What's going on? And then a, a fourth watch goes on. Um, and we were talking about this off air and we were working out like, is he just doing this like to be funny? Because if he is, that is kind of funny. Nah, he's actually not and he's got a reason for it. He's done a post and I think it's a pinned post or it's just maybe just his most recent thing of the explaining why he, um, why he does four watches and it's apparently to uh, compare and contrast the data with, that each watch gives um, so that he can give feedback to his audience.
1: But I just find it so funny. Like, okay, he's doing his own little study. Do that for yeah. a week. Yeah, you're only continuously doing that. So like, okay. like, like oh,
0: this week the chorus Coros is doing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit so long And all oh, the Garmin's not. And then it's like, okay, then the everyone buys week, it, yeah. buys a chorus and then like, <laughs> guys, we've changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. The satellites got like yeah. got mixed up. It's changed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I th- I would love to get to like the bottom of this. And I reckon he's come up with his bullshit story, but he's definitely. Doing it for the like Instagram clout, yeah. Like so, people are sh- people are sharing his video, being like, "Look at this guy's
1: got four watches on." Yeah, Look at this guy. Well, exactly probably- what we're about to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> cut this. Thing, yeah. this What's yours? Um, so. FTK put out a video uh, last week, and at the start of the video, Joel just does this big lick of the lips. Fuck you! I knew and, you, and, What did I say to you? I go, "What's your?" I go, "What's yours?" And you go, "Ah, oh, don't worry, I'll tell you on air." So, Sasuke, can you please make a repeat video oh. of him licking the lips? <laughs> um, zoom in on the lips. Just get I it may really gross. Have live now. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's disgusting. Nah, oh. not good. It's the it's bad because it starts. It's how the video that, starts. Yeah. So if you like flick over to it, uh, thanks for that, mate. No worries. Well, <laughs> well, there's, uh, there's not much we can do now. <laughs> yeah. um, no, we'll wrap things up now. Uh, the Blue Line is coming out this week, 11th edition.
1: Yes, getting up there now, isn't it? Yeah, Fair it's really, few. really, really um, you're progressing. Make sure you subscribe to that. Like definitely a lot of the good stuff coming up with um, – like the marathons coming up too but yeah, also this is. week we have a um interview with Sean Tobin who's from Ireland who ran a marathon in Antarctica, in Antarctica. yeah which so is so it's very cool. interesting yeah. yeah what time did he run again oh, i can't remember but like it's not like Slow when you think about how no. the, the conditions he was in. Yeah, you see, there's the
0: there's those photos, and it's like he's because Sean Tobin's got a big beard, um, and it's just like you know he's got ice coming out yeah. of his nostrils, and it's just like
1: absurd.
0: Apparently, like I've never been in that kind of cold, but it's just next level.
1: Yeah, it'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Like I was complaining about uh, Pennsylvania
0: yeah me. Sorry, remember, remember you said that um, just reminiscing on that you were angry that people would move there like yeah, civilization yeah. had started there because you had to be there but yeah no, nah, enjoy that one Fraser Fraser spoke with Sean so it's yeah great interview um, and yeah make sure you're subscribed
1: yeah and well Joel good luck for the race thank you very much we we'll look, see look forward to week. hearing about it yeah next week
0: perfect see you guys
1: see ya